I am your host, Chelsea Reed. And I'm your host, Brittany Fraze. Welcome to today's episode of Girls Got Goals, a podcast for the woman who is chasing her goals while balancing the demands of everyday life. Today, we want to talk to you all about the struggles we face in life. And they are inevitable. They do happen. And what we really want to kind of dig deeper and go into in more detail is what or who you turn to in those times of struggles that help you get through them and help you grow and make you better ultimately I believe. Yeah and ultimately wanting to kind of um, talk a little bit about um, choosing a more positive um, influence or a positive direction um, to invest our time and energy in versus dwelling in fear or doubt and things like that. So mm. um each and every one of us are going to share a little bit of a different perspective or different um, belief system. And we want to be able to just also open up and say that whatever your belief system is, um, we encourage you to tap into that as often as you possibly can. Um, and we're going to kind of shed a little bit of light on our different beliefs and uh, what it looks like for us when we are navigating those struggles in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, we're not here to you know, recruit you to our beliefs or to (laughs) have you jump on, but just to kind of bring you into that perspective, like that realization for you of what that looks like and what you're turning to. So I know sometimes when we have those fears and those doubts in the difficult times, it looks like turning to drugs or alcohol or negative things that can impact our life in negative ways. So Mm -hmm. things that can impact our life in negative ways is what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes when we have that that bigger life perspective or a higher power or whatever that looks like for you um, or those people you can turn to, it's kind of becomes more positive and you can see things for almost from like a different light or a different perspective, which allow you to push forward, you know, to have that faith in those times or to know that it'll be better, right? Whatever that looks like uh, for you as a person. Yeah, and if you're someone who's listening and you're not really sure where your belief system lies or what your um, source to turn to is, I just also encourage you to take this maybe as an opportunity to listen with an open mind and try and explore different avenues of finding that system for yourself. I know for a while in my life, I really did not know where my beliefs were and that um, made it very difficult for me when I was going through a hard time to figure out how I was going to get through because I didn't know where to invest my time and where to invest my energy and who or what to um, believe was going to get me through those moments. So if you're someone who is a little bit like old, little old me back in the day, um, I just encourage you to take this maybe as a sign or an opportunity for you to spend some time growing your soul and growing your mind and finding something that you um, feel confident turning to in these times. So mm-hmm. absolutely, and that's not to say I don't have that. I haven't had that either. I I know I've talked about it a lot on here. I am a Christian. I do believe in God, and um, I was raised um, in the faith my whole life. I actually started off as a Catholic, and I would say I'm more so a Protestant now. Just a little bit different in belief systems and. Um, to know the main difference, I guess, just quickly would boil it down, be like a Catholic um, person believes in always having the Eucharist, so the bread and wine at every uh, service. Um, you can only confess your sins to a priest. You know, you you, um, uh, you believe in Mary and the saints, those sorts of things. And then a Protestant is more, um, you know, you can confess your sins to God. You can have those one-to-one conversations on your own. Um, the Eucharist isn't at every meal, but it is um, part of... Um, 
the belief system, but it is more so on special occasions. And um, there we believe in Mary and that she is the mother of God, but not necessarily praying to her and those sorts of things. So just a little bit of quick differences just to, um, but both still Christians. So being raised for myself as a Roman Catholic, um, going through the trauma that I spoke about in the past uh, about um, being sexually abused as a kid and kind of how that ultimately changed things for me in my life um, and left me with some unanswered questions, so to speak. I definitely fell out of faith and I um, questioned you know, if there was a God, why, why was I struggling through all this, right? Why did I experience this? Like that he should have protected me. Um, and I stepped away from the faith for quite a few years and really didn't know what to believe. You know, I went and tested the waters on a few things and tried out like not believing, believing, you know, believing in something completely different. I actually, um, I can't even remember. I must've been shortly after this situation. I like looked into witchcraft, like Wicca mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know? And I feel like that's like a natural process for like someone who's like 13, 14. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I had like the, what are those, the, um, the yellow books that like, um, for dummies, like oh, Wicca for dummies. Wicca for yeah. dummies. <laughs> So, you know, and just trying to figure out what that looked like for me. And ultimately, I came back to the faith um, through a boyfriend um, that I met who's actually super controlling and really just called himself a Christian, but in my opinion, wasn't just because of how he acted um, and treated other people. But, you know, no one's free from sin and everyone has their own um, issues and struggles and things in life, you know. So, um, but he's the one who brought me back to the faith and reminded me um why I believed in God and why I wanted to continue following him. So that for me is what I lean on in those times um, of struggle. And even though I haven't before, it took more time I find and I wish I would have known it when I was younger. Um, Like why things happen to you, like how God works through those situations, not just saying he caused it to happen or wanted it to happen, but just that for me, I realized that, you know, we were given free will and people make choices that God doesn't necessarily always agree with. That doesn't mean he doesn't have those, he doesn't cry with us or feel with us or, you know, um, hurt when we're hurting. And that's what kind of got me through is the understanding, like, he doesn't wish these things upon us and want us to, you know, be traumatized or be hurting. Um, but it does happen. You know, there's people in this world who aren't great or who have hardened hearts or who, you know, do work for the, the enemy or the devil. And that's where I stand on that. And that's what gets me through. And there's definitely some times that I can speak to where I've noticed, um, that those times where I've been fearful and had that faith that I've been given everything that I needed. Yeah. But we can talk about that more a little bit. So if you want to maybe just explain, like, I know your beliefs, I guess, and kind of where you stand in that and how mm-hmm. that works for you. So I was actually raised as um, a French Catholic. So kind of the same ideas. Um, and then we weren't super active in the Catholic Church aside from like special occasions and things like that. I but... feel like that's a normal Catholic. Yeah. Just saying like, sorry. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. it was one of my problems too. Just, I sorry to interrupt. I'm really bad at this. But like, I always found 
with Catholics, like we would literally go to church, we'd sit in the service, people would mostly go for the holidays. Mm. But as you leave, everyone would just like start gossiping right away, like, oh my God, did you hear so and so? I'm like, <laughs> this is not like the way to be. See, and I was a kid when we, I, I was raised in the Catholic church, and my mom and papa are still very, very active in there in that same church where I was baptized and everything. Um, but my, my dad had, zero interest whatsoever so my mom would take us on our own we'd go with my mamata pipette and then it became a thing of like we just went kind of on special occasions and my mom i remember my mom always had like these vhs's with all of like the lessons from the bible and we like Mm. watched them every sunday at home while she's cleaning because she still wanted us to be like learning and absorbing and all of that stuff and then as we got a little bit older we started actually um we transitioned more so um we went to like springs church um so it was more so of the christian like christianity like yeah protestant and it was a little bit more um like less i guess like traditional i suppose and it was more like that specific um place of worship was a little more modernized we had fun like um so it became more of a place that i was interested in but i always I don't know if I felt like a black sheep because everybody, all of the kids that I hung out with at that time, like their parents were very, very involved with the church and like Mm. they were very, very rooted in their faith. And I just kind of felt like I was along for this ride that I really didn't understand why I was there. Um, So as I was about, I think maybe 13 or 14, I told my mom, I was like, I don't want to go to church anymore. And I'm not sure that I, I don't know if I told her that I don't believe in a lot of this stuff. I think I just said, I don't really know why I'm here and I want to be coming here because I know why I'm coming here. And so she never forced me to go. Um, she definitely still um, influenced me with her belief. And in, in my mom is very much a Christian woman. And um, so she always just tried to kind of like weave that into our lifestyle, I suppose. But at age 13 or 14 is kind of when I started getting into like doing the things that I probably shouldn't be doing. And like you said, and testing the waters and really kind of seeing what else was out there and rebelling. And things happened to me as well where you know, losing family members or having traumas happen to me as well. And just like you, I think I got to a place where I was like, if there is a God, why is he letting these things happen to me? And like, why, why are my like, pleads not being heard or answered? Um, and I kind of fell out of faith at the exact same kind of situation. And then as I became a little older, like I was, I would say 16 or 17, my great grandma passed away who was, um, like my, one of my greatest influences and she was a very much a Catholic lady as well. And, uh, for the long, until now, even like I feel my grandma with me and I think I never really got back to a place of believing in, um, like a physical God or understanding 100% all of the stories that I've learned through the Bible and all of that. But I definitely have a belief a system that there is a source and there is energy around us all of the time that is there to, you know, there's good energy and there's bad energy, kind of like you talk about like evil and the enemy. I believe that there is negative energy out there and if we get sucked into it and we allow our attention to go there, um, that we're gonna have a less than ideal circumstance or outcome. And then I believe there's positive energies that if we feed into those and if we are constantly seeking those positive energies, that those are the energies that are going to protect us and that are going to lead us to um, a more ideal situation. So. I am more spiritual in the sense of like, I believe very much in energy and frequency. And for a while I even was looking into studying um, like Buddhism. So I very much believe in um, the matters of karma and things like that. And just being like a positive, like a humanitarian, like being a good human being. And um, you know, you get what you give that type of stuff. 
And it's not that I don't have a belief in any one system. It's just that I feel like I have gone through my life kind of experiencing different pieces of a little bit of everything and kind of just forming my own comfort Mm -hmm. within myself. Like believing that if I search internally that all of the answers will be provided for me and that I ultimately am the one with all of the power and control to decide where, which energy, negative or positive, is going to get my my energy. So, and when people ask me, um, that's one of the things too, like, oh, what do you believe? I'm like, I don't, I know what I don't believe. I know what I sometimes question. I know what I am more drawn to. And I know that, um, I know that there are so many different options out there for people to explore. But at the end of the day, my belief is very much internal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that relates to anybody else where, you know, you've kind of dabbled in different things and you're not really sure. It's hard to sometimes just find that one thing. Um, and I think that it's a lot to do with who I am as a person too. It's I've never been rooted in just like one place. Right. I'm very much like a... Not not actually physical wanderlust because I have not been in a lot of places in the world. But I would say that my mind and my soul are very wanderlusty. Like I'm always kind of riding the wave of like, well, this feels comforting to me at the moment. And this is what I'm going to grab onto. Um, so I very much lean inward when I'm in times of struggle to kind of dig for that. What am I going to, what's that thing that, that sliver that I'm of hope or that sliver of something that I'm just going to grab onto. And then I'm going to ride that wave um, mm-hmm. until I get through this type of thing. I like that you use that word hope. And I think that's what, you know, in those times of faith, it's that hope that really, that's where that faith is rooted in hope, you know, and the understanding that there is that positive energy, that greater power, that God, whatever that looks like for you, um, that is going to get you through it, right? Mm -hmm. That you're going to get through the darkness or the tunnel or whatever that looks like in that bad time, the fear to that light, right? Yeah. The light at the end of the tunnel, basically. Um, and sometimes for, you know, it, depending on the situation, it could be a person, you know, that is your light or your hope or... or your guardian like, angel, if that's what you want to yeah. call it. Like, um, or even like, but even a person here on earth, right? Oh, yeah. Like someone who um, maybe is just like that, that guide for you, mm-hmm. right? During those times. Um, but I definitely feel like... There are so many situations that I can see and I think that's true like also understanding and having that gratitude yeah. and that recognition that certain things, you know, I think people sometimes will just say like, um, oh, it was meant to be, which is another way of like spiritual or it was meant to happen or it was lined up or whatever that looks like for you. But I can for sure say there have been so many times that like God has provided for me and I, I find that the only time I really recognize that this has happened is when I start like breaking down what I'm grateful for or like gratitude Mm -hmm. um and recognizing that I didn't I didn't control this or have control over the entire situation by myself yeah and that I needed to do what I could in the moment for where I was at but there's only so much that I can control so Mm -hmm. I'll control what I can and what I need to do and then the rest for me is like prayer to God to handle the other the external pieces right mm-hmm. so um one of the things um i always talk about and like praise god for is we were going to 
we got married in August on the 6th of that year and stayed a little bit extra after our wedding and we were coming home driving back to Calgary and I was just like bawling my eyes out like I we had that was the first time we had been with family like as a family for a really long time because I'd done a couple trips like here and there where I'd come back to Winnipeg but it's busy 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 Mm -hmm. see this person see that person whatever um And that was the first time we really got to feel what it was like to be back at home. Um, And I remember just being in the car being like, let's pray about it. Because we always start conversations like that. My husband and I just to make sure like this is where we want to be or this is the path that we are um, like destined to go on or where we are being led to go. Which I find a lot of times comes from the heart. Um, And both of us felt that God was calling us to come back to Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know how we were going to do that, but we knew our lease was up December 31st and we'd be moving back around Christmas to come back home because we weren't going to renew the lease for another year, right? And then have to stay. Um, At that point, I was on maternity leave, so it wasn't a big deal for me, but Tyler had the job with CP uh, police and he had said like, hey guys, let me know if there's any openings coming for a Winnipeg position please, 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 like, let me know if I can apply for it. And it was, like, September, nothing. October, nothing. November, nothing. And we're sitting there, and I remember Tyler saying, like, if they tell you about a posting, it doesn't start for, like, three months. So, like, they have to, like, put it out, and there's all these processes, and nothing's quick. So I remember getting into November and thinking, like, there's no way. Like, we're going to be literally going back. And Tyler said at this point, like, he'll quit his job. Like, we're going back regardless. Whatever that looks like, God will provide. And it was mid-November, maybe even, like, almost the beginning of December at that point. And I remember Tyler calling me from work and saying, like, there's a position in Winnipeg. And it starts, it would basically start right after I was done my holidays for Christmas. And, yeah. And no one else had applied for it. So it was just him and he was basically, like, given the position. Um... And I think it's amazing. And that's where I, that faith over fear, like we were so fearful there wouldn't be anything, but it was having the faith and knowing that this was the plan that we wanted to go ahead with and wanted to pursue and we felt we were called to do. Yeah. And it worked out in our favor. And I believe that's because of our faith and our understanding of like, we did what we could to provide and left the rest for in our, for us to God. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, even today, that whole crazy situation, um, I don't know if people saw my Instagram story, if you follow me, but basically I had like, like an, oh, what a day face. And then, um, sitting in my, uh, the tow truck that I got, um, the fire department basically came cause someone called nine and one saying that there was a car accident on the road, which it wasn't. I was just had my hazards on, but, um, I driven in down the highway into the city and was driving like 110, 115, slightly illegal just a little speedy Gonzalez. yeah and I had kind of like heard this knocking in the car and I just it wasn't it's more like a vibrating at first and it was like okay it's just snow I need to wash the car off and basically started getting a little bit louder started knocking more as like I was driving closer to um the city and my mom could literally like hear it through the phone because I was like talking to her on speaker wasn't holding it okay guys and um so I got a so she's like you need to go get your car washed like that's really loud so I went got went to co-op washed the car and I drove out and it was still making that noise but it sounded louder and it was like knock 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 and I looked out my side view mirror guys and the tire was like 
literally moving like in and out swerving i was like what the hell so i pulled over and four of my five bolts were completely off my tire only one bolt was left holding on two bolts still had the threads on and two bolts were snapped completely down so i was literally driving on a bolt i don't know where or when but i'm telling you like praise jesus because i feel like i could have died mm-hmm. but if the tire like I would've, if it would have snapped off like in going 110 i probably would have flipped the car Oh, yeah, I would have for sure lost control. So, things like that. I just, um, gratitude for sure, and I believe that's a higher power, you know, and in my opinion, God, like, for me, God, um, protecting me and keeping me safe and always providing for us, you know, just so many financial struggles. Um, it's always, you know, tight or down to the wire, I find, mm-hmm. but even with, like, being on a workers' comp and doing all that, um, you know, we struggled for sure because I didn't get paid for the longest time but it was it wasn't until the end when like I remember the day I got paid the day before I sang Tyler like I don't have I need three hundred dollars can you give me three hundred dollars to pay for these bills that are coming out because I don't know when I'm gonna get paid I already told I was getting paid um but then we also had like the mortgage due and stuff like that and Tyler had been like helping me out throughout these past what would have been November December so like two and a half almost three months and um he's like I can't like I need to have this money to pay this and whatever and I was like fuck like mm-hmm. and I was like well I need to call this payment person and I did and she's like yeah you could come pick it up today you know and then I was like okay step one complete and then my girlfriend was like well you can get your money but there's always gonna be a hold on your check mm-hmm. because they ha- it, they don't gotta make sure it goes through and it's verified so I went to Scotiabank which is where I bank and I said to them like is there any way that you can make sure this this money doesn't get held? And she's like, yeah, we can call them and just confirm the check number and you're good to go. And I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. So I got all the money in that day and was just able to like pay everything and do everything that it needed to be done. But it's just like, it's coming, God coming in clutch, like literally like last minute, just like, I got you. Don't worry. What you worrying for? Where's your faith? Like, don't be fearful, you know? And I'm just like, oh. You're right, but that's, for me, those are, like, some of the situations I can think of, like, off the top of my head where I felt those, or I know, like, that's, for me, it's that faith and over the fear and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, knowing to lean on that in times of worry or doubt instead of just living in that. And mm-hmm. I think it's important because if we, if I were to just live in that, what would I, that doubt or that fear or that worry would I have been proactive? Would I have called, right? Those are still things that I did yeah. to get to where I needed to be. But it was also, like you said, that positive energy, having that perspective or that positive outlook, knowing that, okay, this will work out. Things will get better. What do I need to do to get to that point? Yeah, and I love that you say the faith over fear because um, a lot of my belief system too actually is, you know, that in the negative or positive energy that we're talking about. And feeding into the fear is having the negative energy and having and our faith is a positive energy and I believe a lot in like the power of manifestation and things like that and mm-hmm. I believe that we're subconsciously manifesting all the time whether it's us manifesting something positive or we're manif- manifesting something negative and it's because of the vibration and the energy that we're putting out there so you know in the in that time for example so if this was a situation I'm gonna put myself in your shoes for example with my like kind of different my belief yeah. system difference let's do it so you know, in the financial situation where um, if this was Rick and I was on workers' comp and he couldn't provide for me, I have the choice. I have the choice to say, well, I'm going into victim mode now. Like, oh my God, like nothing's going to work out. We're not going to be able to pay our bills. I'm going to freak out. 
or I'm going to put my faith and my positive energy and say, okay, something is going to like, something is going to happen. We're going to be fine. We're going to be taken care of. It's no worries. There's, you know, always more where that came from or like whatever my mantras that I would have to say that day. But I, I would literally affirm myself verbally and like sometimes writing things out just to get my energy level actually there. Cause sometimes my belief isn't 100% there, but I need to get it there. And then I believe that is when we're putting that energy out that we know we're going to be fine, that the world starts giving us these little seeds or like these little mm. breadcrumbs that where it's like, okay, pop that idea in my head to call and ask if I can come pick it up. Okay. There's a hold. Okay. Let's just ask if mm. I can, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's just, the for me it's like source or the universe or whatever just giving you these um little like checks like a little checklist of like here's something that you can do here's something i'm going to provide you you know what i mean like you know when sometimes you are like i need for example you're thinking about how you need money for gas and like you might just go and see in your bank account that someone randomly you transferred you money and you hadn't accepted it yet this happens to me all the time where i'm like oh my god i literally can't put gas in my car And I'm going through my banking just to be like, okay, is there anything that I can move? Is there anything that I can do? And it's like, you have an e-transfer, like pending e-transfer. And I'm like, oh my God, someone sent me this two months ago and I never accepted it. Boom, there's 50 bucks. And that's just me believing that, you know, I have that abundant mindset and I'm choosing the positive mindset. So the world is giving me those breadcrumbs. Source is giving me those breadcrumbs. And you would compare that to God. And for me, I just compare it to it's not that I don't even think that there's a God, you know, and I kind of, that's one thing that I like to emphasize too, is that just because I don't label myself as a Christian or as a Catholic or any of these things, some people's idea of source or energy is the, someone else's exact version of God. And it's just a matter of like you having that thing where it's like, okay, this is, this is where I can put my belief in. So I have... I mean, there's so many situations in life where that happens. Um, But like for us at the end of when we got the house, like, you know, when everything kind of went to crap there (laughs) and I was like, how is anything like this going? Like, how are we going to make any of this work? Um, We owed Rick's parents for um, appliances Mm -hmm. that they helped us purchase because our mortgage, like the, our homeowner people, whatever that we were dealing with were like, yeah, we'll just put it on the change order for the mortgage but then they submitted the change order without the appliances and then they already submitted the mortgage and then they wouldn't give us that extra eight thousand dollars blah blah blah, like all this stuff and then now the driveway and we're out this money and now we're planning a wedding and we have no idea where we're going to pull this money from and i'm only working part-time and you know or can't do anything extra on top of his schedule he's not allowed to have a part-time job like just all of these things where i just felt like so limited and i and i was playing this like worst case scenario in my head for a little while and I had to just like snap out of it and then all of a sudden an opportunity was provided to me where I could start earning extra income um you know I was Rick's family Rick's parents um I guess got an inheritance from his grandparents and were able to give us early and early inheritance and wipe us clean of our debt to them like little things like that where I just believe that because I got myself into the mindset of like things are going to work out no matter what like we're going to be okay that these little things were happening for not even little things big things um but yeah I think that if you can find that positive thing to focus on and put your energy into faith versus into fear or doubt or worry and that all-consuming like negativity um 
that things are going to always work out. Mm-hmm. Even I know one of the concepts like we talk about a lot is like fitness and eating healthy and I, all those sorts of things. And I just find too, you know, when you feel, and this is for personally for me, if I'm like negative self-talking my body or like in that fear of like, what if I gain weight, you know, or what if this and that. And I think it's funny because I actually hadn't stepped on a scale in a super long time. And then with the anxiety and taking medication and there was a potential chance I could gain weight or lose weight or whatever. And I was just like content. And I, for some stupid reason, I went and stepped on the scale and I had lost some weight. And then I was like, oh, that's awesome. Blah, blah. And I remember being in the car and like going to get something to eat and then thinking like, oh no, I can't eat this. Like I lost the weight. I'm going to gain it back. And I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I lost the weight with the mindset I had before, you know, about that, just like that faith and just making sure like you're, you're putting your, yeah, that positive energy into like yourself and how you look and, you know, and that does get magnified through other things. So, you know, if you look at your body and you're like, oh, I look fat and I look ugly and I'm like garbage. What do you want to put in your body? Garbage. Because you, you have no, you're feeling negative. You have no self-worth. Right. And when you switch it to like, I feel beautiful today. Like I am, I am loved. I am pretty. I am smart. I am talented. And you look at yourself and you see everything that you, your body has provided and created and made like your children or, you know, the ability to still walk or run or lift weights or, you know, work, whatever Mm -hmm. that may be. Watch TV. That's still Mm -hmm. your, Hey, you're still viewing the TV. You're still hearing things. There's so many things to be grateful for, um, that other people don't have. And we forget about a lot of times those little things, right. That we take for granted. And I, you know, I find myself just like, you know, without a thought, just like making a salad or like doing something different. Or it's like, it's funny how if that energy, whatever that looks like for you, cause I think energy too can be different or the same as like that faith or spirituality. Um, and you just notice like little things unconsciously happening because you are doing that positive energy and you're putting that forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and people meet you with that same response too, right? So sometimes when we're in that negative mindset or we're living out of fear, we can be like that negative Nancy that we talk about and no one likes her. So everyone's kind of bitchy towards her and Nancy's bitchy too. So mm-hmm. Nancy comes in there and is bitchy and then the person's bitchy back to Nancy and then nothing happens because no one gets what they want because everyone's trying to be the bigger bitch. Yeah. You get what you give and that's yeah. exactly it. And like you said, like just putting, um, you know, having that, having that attitude of like, no, no matter where I'm at, no matter what's going on, no matter what has happened already, I'm taken care of. I am okay. I'm safe. I'm all of that. And just not letting our focus be obsessed on anything negative. Um, everything starts kind of subconsciously just playing out in our favor because we have the mindset and we have the um, idea already in our mind that everything is going, everything will happen as it's meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that positive and negative energy, like it is, that is exactly what it is. So the thoughts you allow to consume your mind and the words you allow to leave your tongue are ultimately what shape your reality. Mm-hmm. And you know, things do happen in life. Like, illness happens, death happens, horrible things do happen. And I'm not saying that, um, if you don't, you know, even if you are always in faith or whatever it is for you, that things don't happen. It's just always, always trials and tribulations. Yeah. There's always trials and tribulations, of course, but it's just knowing that when those do, those things do happen, that you are going to be provided with the tools that you need to overcome that and mm-hmm. to 
become bigger after that and to if it ever happens again to know how to navigate that things like that where I just believe I don't believe in the saying that everything happens for a reason but I do believe that there is a lesson to be learned in every circumstance and situation Mm -hmm. in our life and it may not be immediate and it may be a lesson that we learn three years after what happened to us happened or it may be something that we can start integrating and implementing the next day it really depends on the situation but I do think that everything in our life there is a a sliver of something that we can hold on to and take with us in our future. Um, And that's where I believe having a faith system or a belief system to turn to is really important because that is what's going to be able to help you find even that like super microscopic sliver of hope. Mm -hmm. And like you said, that's ultimately what faith is, is having hope that things are always going to provide for you that you're always taken care of that you are safe and that um no matter where you go or what you do that you're loved by someone or something greater right Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that and I also where was I going with this oh yeah (laughs) about being decent human beings and I feel like regardless of your faith you know as a Christian or a non-Christian, I think that's so important, and I think that's something that everyone strives to, and I think one of the things that I take out of being a Christian is the knowing that not everyone looks alike, or acts like, or is the same, but that everyone deserves the same respect, mm-hmm. and that, um, what's the other one I was going to say? Everyone, oh yeah, everyone sins, so everyone has you know, their own enemies that they're dealing with and their own struggles. And no one can be the perfect person all the time. I mean, amen, sister, just Jesus. And, you know, he made that example for us, in my opinion, of what we need to do and how we need to be as a Christian or as a person Mm. and what that looks like. Um, But we're all going to screw up. Um, And I believe that um, we are saved by grace through faith. But you can believe in something else and just believe that having that understanding or that forgiveness for people that they're going to make mistakes and they're not going to be perfect and they're not going to always live up to your expectations, but that doesn't make them a shitty person all the time. Granted, Mm -hmm. there are shitty people out there, Mm -hmm. but I think it's so important to like rise above that and be a decent human being in all sorts of circumstances. And that's what we see with that positive um, energy or that manifestation of faith is that you are projecting out, like we were saying, into that world what you want and it's being reciprocated to you. So mm-hmm. in that search list, I was trying to say circumstance and situation at the same time. In that situation where, you know, I called workers comp or I went to the bank or things like that. Yeah, if I would have been like a negative Nancy or a bitchy person, I would have probably been met with that same response or just someone who was unwilling to want to help me, mm-hmm. right? If I giving that grace and I say like, look, this is my situation. This is where I'm at. Not blaming someone else, but just asking for help, which is also hard to do mm-hmm. for a lot of people I know. And sometimes taking that step out of that comfort zone is just comfort zone. is just on that to-do list. Um, but it's going to allow you those opportunities, right? So we always, one of the things I try to keep in mind is like, no matter where we are, we could run into someone that we may not know now, but we could know in the future that could really impact how we treat them could really impact the next opportunity where we see them. Right. So if someone, you you know, you always seen those cliche movies, like someone bumps into someone else and they're like, kind of like an asshole about it and the next thing you know they like both show up at a job interview and one of them's the the boss boss. yeah (laughs) you're like well I guess I'm not getting this job you know but that's exactly what I mean like you just having that 
human decency and being able to just project it into the world and people want to project that back yeah and absolutely that kind of goes into like that ties very much and relates to me in like the belief of um kind of from what i tapped into like with buddhism and like karma is that what we are putting out there towards other people the contribution that we put out into the world it, we, we have a decision to either have a negative contribution or to have a positive contribution and that at the end of the day if we provide if we are out there as a selfless human being and just being good to be good and to be positive for other people and to be a to be a light for somebody else that when we are in need of a light somebody is going to be that light for us or something mm-hmm. is going to you know and i very much do believe that is exactly I agree with what you said because if you had gone into your situation in a place of fear or anger or frustration and you would have called your person who's in charge of whether or not you got your check and you bitched at them, they could have been like, F you, Brittany. Coming in the mail, five days. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely, yeah. Snail mail. Or, and then, you know, if, even if that person had said yes, but then you went to the, to the bank and you got a lender, for example, who was training or whatever, and you were like, hurry it up, like, I need my money today, they could have been like, you know what, like, I'm going to ask you to leave. Whereas when you come from a place of grace and a place of kindness and asking for that help and just putting it out there in the universe, like, I am in need of this, I am going to do everything that I can in my power to, um, to get the help that I need, but also not putting your need or um, above anybody else's like respect wise you know what I mean not mm-hmm. not not believing that you are more important than who yeah. you're dealing with and I think that that really determines um a lot of people's life circumstances you know I've met some people where they have we have very similar paths very similar circumstances very similar even contacts and the difference and what we receive out of life is 100% in our attitude and the way that we Mm-hmm. present ourselves in the world a lot of times you can see it like dramatically the difference and like the person like you could have become and the person like you did become and sometimes you can see that reflected in other people who've been through the same things like you're saying or um you just recognize that in yourself but mm-hmm. um I know just digging deeper into my trauma recently um you know, which I thought I had, you know, unpacked all the way and completely dealt with. And even just now, like little realizations of maybe like the reason, like this trauma that I experienced as a child actually, you know, was kind of the way I ended up with my husband because I wanted a protector or someone like felt like a protector. And the reason why I've chosen jobs where I have been in a place of power or control is because I need to gain that back after it was taken from me. So those sorts of things where it's like, it's crazy that I didn't even recognize it until like it was brought up to me recently. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, oh, duh. Like, you know, but we don't realize these things or how these situations or these traumas or these negative experiences can impact us in positive ways or shape, completely shape and mold our reality and how we move forward. And that's what I think, like you're saying, it's just so important to find that sliver of hope or faith or ground yourself in whatever that is. Um, because even though it may seem so small or it may seem, or it may be huge, it's going to kind of change your path in some way or another, like whether that's who you connect with or how you experience things, um, your mindset, you know, just so many, so many things are impacted. Yeah. 
Um, so I guess what we'll kind of do to close it up is to, to help you guys out with some tips that we believe um, are really helpful. Whether you are someone who has a has a faith system already or if you are someone who's maybe like unsure and needing to kind of find, um, I guess, an outlet or something to grasp onto. But one of the things that we want to talk about um, as far as piece of advice goes is to stay grounded in your truth. And I think that a lot of what that means too is like becoming aware number one of who you are um and what what it is that you're hoping to gain out of life I think is a really big thing that you need to understand too no Mm -hmm. matter what your faith system is kind of knowing what direction you want to be heading in um and having a real clarity around what direction you don't want to be heading in and staying really um focused on that absolutely I know as a Christian a lot of times um for myself, I we get scrutinized. Sometimes it's because of how I look. I'm a tattooed Christian. Um, I have, you know, uh, septum piercing. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm not the typical Christian, right? And um, there's some Christians who never step foot in a church. There's some Christians who only go to church. And then there's like those who do the in-between where they kind of have the best grasp on things. And that's what I try to be. Someone who goes to church and someone who can like advocate that in the world and what that looks like in both ways, you know? Um personally but it's important in those times to stay grounded in that truth because I find excuse me with the tattoos and with like the rough edges that people see if they don't know who I am um they either like don't believe I get like scrutiny scrutiny from other Christians who don't believe I could be a Christian because of some of the things I believe in or whatever that may look like or people who don't like I'm not Christian enough or like I'm not a Christian at all and just kind of both, right? So it takes me staying strong in my truth. And I think that's so important for anyone who's doing that just to, you know, stay grounded in that and what you believe in and just keep that power and that control over what you find and what you believe in that faith and that hope because you're the only person that that's going to matter to, right? So if someone else is going to challenging you, like that's on them. Mm-hmm. Like if they don't want to believe what you believe or they don't want to... um practice the way you do or um you know set those same uh boundaries or that same um positive energy like that's okay mm-hmm. um but just recognize and keep remind yourself of why you've chosen that way and just keep pushing forward in that because i think there's a lot of people who are going to try and take that away from you by making you second guess or doubt yourself or in your beliefs yeah absolutely Um, another thing would be to always be tapping into your faith too. So whether it's absorbing content or practicing your religion or belief regularly, you know, some people like, uh, you would go to church. Some people are going to, you know, um, tap into their faith on, and on the yoga mat or wherever it is that you go. Mm -hmm. If it's, you know, a place of a meditation space in your home, um, wherever you feel comfortable, um, just kind of practicing and tapping into that, whether it's reading a book or listening to audios, like whatever helps mm-hmm. you absorb um, and connect to that belief system. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are unsure of where your belief lies, like I said earlier, like this is an opportunity for you to try and figure that out. So there's amazing resources out there. There's books, there's video, like there's even like there's like a Netflix of spirituality, like Gaia or whatever it's called. And you can learn about all different faiths and religions and beliefs and all this stuff. And I think it's an opportunity to be able to explore that part of your life so that you do have something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know when we're talking about always be tapping into your faith, you know, like 
um, absorbing content, practicing, like you were saying. One of the things I also find really great is having that network of people who have the same truths or beliefs as you. So I know, um, having like for me, having friends who are Christian who I can relate to on that level is completely different than having, um, friends who may not necessarily understand that. Like we can, Mm -hmm. it's a different level of like vibration or we both like, for example, we understand each other, the positive energy, um, but there's conversations I may have with someone else where I really dig deep into like what God's saying to me during this time and my plans and um, prayers and having people pray over me or pray with me, right? Those are certain things um, that are just different and um, can really help me tap into my faith or my beliefs in those times of struggle with people who believe the same thing. So sometimes it's finding that network or that family or that group of people who can also help you remain in your truth. Yeah. Absolutely. And that being said too, like if, um, there's nothing wrong with, obviously we're sitting here on a bed together recording a podcast with sharing different beliefs. And it's not that, uh, it's not that we believe in something that like overpowers the other or whatever, or either of us believe that the other's beliefs aren't valid or anything like that. So I also believe that, um, having an open heart and an open mind towards other people and their, and what they put their faith in as well. Um, kind of like that, what goes around comes around type of energy of just being an accepting person and respecting people regardless of their belief system. Um, it's just a really great, um, for me, it just helps me feel like a good person inside as well. And knowing that regardless of where my belief system lies is that other people will wish positivity on me as well when I do need it most. So kind of like you would ask someone to pray over you. I believe that no matter what, um, your, your faith system is, um, that, you know, if you're, an all-around good person that you can ask for guidance and help and support from other people and, and all that stuff too. And that kind of comes from a place of having that awareness and that ability to ask ask for help. So mm-hmm. like I said before, right, everyone sins. So I, I don't think um, that I am any better than anyone else. Yeah. I think I'm equally as shitty. <laughs> I mean, probably a little bit better than someone else. No, just kidding. But yeah, we all have our own our own issues, our own yeah. enemies, our our own sins that we deal with. And we're I'm just navigating life. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, those may look differently for different people. People might, you know, and wherever you are at, you um, may think drinking is a sin. You may think it's not, like, depending on your beliefs. I don't know what that looks like for each and every person. They have their own different set of rules and yeah. boundaries and beliefs. And that's okay to have those. Um, just be, it's being respectful of other people and, um, you know, having those conversations in different ways, you know, mm-hmm. um, I can say, um, you know, there's people who would think like, because I'm a Christian, um, I don't make friends with people who are gay or something like that, you know, and that's not the case, but there is those people who believe that and have those, um, feelings. So I think it's, um, super important to understand that we can still be respectful because people are human and everyone, um, deserves that respect. Yeah, totally. And as we're chatting about this, I'm just kind of, I'm pulling up a quote here because I couldn't remember who said it. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, something to just keep in mind when you're going through a hard time, when you are facing struggles, um, when you're met with a circumstance that may be unideal, um, as Tony, Tony Robbins says, if, uh, I'm sure everybody listening knows who Tony Robbins is, but if not, he is like a self-help guru out there. Um, but one of his famous quotes is, um, 
energy flows where attention goes. So wherever you're putting your attention, whether it's in something negative or something positive, that is where energy is going to flow to. And that is what you are feeding. So you're either feeding, you know, the positive, the good, um, or you're feeding the negative or the enemy, however you want to look at it. So you ultimately, you know, you're in the driver's seat of your life. You get to make the decisions about what gets your attention, um, no matter what your faith system and belief system is. So just when you're faced with these situations, take a mindful moment to be able to choose where you want your energy to flow to. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure that you subscribe and keep tuning in to future episodes. We love hearing from you. So let us know what you thought of this episode. And if there's any topic that you want to hear about or any questions you want answered, send us an email to the address we've linked below in the show notes. Remember to tell your friends about the show and don't forget, Girls Got Goals. goals.